0: This is the 24th century. Material needs no longer exist. Then what's the challenge? The challenge, Mr. Offenhouse, is to improve yourself. To enrich yourself. Enjoy it.
1: Welcome everyone to episode 269 of the Thumbs Up Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan.
2: I'm Eric. Corey.
1: Uh, no Will this week. Will uh, is working, I guess. I don't know if he had planned on joining us when he gets done with work. I don't remember what time he said he was supposed to get out, but... Probably I would, gonna lift. I would assume he's not going to be joining us, so... Which is fine, because I don't know that he played the game that we are going to be talking about today anyway. Uh, which is Halcyon 6, Starbase Commander. It's an indie game that just came out. I think it came out this past week, right? Was it? No, it came out September 9th. It was last week that it came out. Uh, And it's been making the rounds on Steam. I don't even know where I came across seeing it, but I was like, oh, that looks interesting. And I saw that Will had bought it. I was like, ah, what the heck, I'll just buy it. And uh, We decided, I think, like, middle of this week that that would be our topic for the week, so...
0: First of all, I think it's silly that you both bought it. Uh but <laughs> yeah. second of all second of, second of all, I had never heard of it and then I saw uh Nathan Grayson article yeah. about it on his Steamed channel yep. uh, on Kotaku and I looked and I uh looked on Steam and I saw that both you and Will owned it and I'm like, You guys didn't even mention it. Like I had i had heard nothing about it no
1: i text i texted in our group thing oh will you bought halcyon 6 nice oh really and then like i said i was just later i was just like i'm just gonna buy it i like i like to buy my games uh when i can it was only i think it was 17 bucks maybe
0: so you hadn't even played it when you bought it
1: no no but interesting yeah um but anyway yeah that's gonna be our topic uh anyone have anything you want to tease for later on.
2: um let's see i tried the fifa 17 demo uh-huh. and i tried the uh, forza horizon 3 demo uh-huh. um i think that was it that was new i played some more madden you can talk about that a little bit uh, jeff and i started a connected franchise and will's in it too uh-huh. um and that's it do you play nhl eric no no i did not play it i downloaded it did not play it
0: Okay, uh, I played quadrilateral quadrilateral cowboy. Ooh, nice! Finally got around to that.
3: Uh-huh.
0: Uh, I'm also going to talk a little bit about Star Trek for you Trekkies. Huh? Ugh. And then I uh, watched the first episode of American Horror Story season six, so I'll talk a little bit about that.
1: Very nice. Uh, this isn't so much of a teaser, but I did play uh, play a new game. Finally, uh, I bought my son Lego Jurassic World he came across a video on youtube uh and you know he loves dinosaurs uh, and he was he's enamored with that video so i told him when i saw it on sale i would buy it and it was uh it was 10 bucks i think in the humble store sale so i bought it uh sure enough like two days later it was 750 on steam i'm like of course but hey it was two bucks so i I played a little bit of that so i'll be talking about that it's not really a teaser it's not a new game but I will talk about that. Uh, okay, let's get into the main segment. Uh, Halcyon 6, Starbase Commander. It was developed and published by Massive Damage Incorporated. Uh, it's a retro strategy RPG that combines elements from XCOM, Master of Orion, and uh, old school JRPGs. Um, the first Master of Orion 2, not not Master of Orion 2 or 3 or, or the new one. Um, so the basic gist of the story is that your, your empire, the Turan Republic was snuffed out by a race of giant aliens called the Cruel. I think that's, it's spelled C-H-R-U-U-L. Uh, leadership falls to you, commander of a refitted aliens, ancient alien space station. So, um, that's kind of the gist of the game. Uh, I think the most striking thing that you'll notice when you see Halcyon 6 is the art style. It is a very, uh, pixely looking game it looks like it could have been maybe on the super nintendo or early days of the playstation as a, as an rpg
0: i mean it looks like it could be a companion to like starbound
1: yeah yeah absolutely you know? it's got that kind of art style uh i didn't write down the system specs but they were very low it will probably run on on anything you you have at this point i keep wanting to try these games on one of these laptops that i have down here but i just i just never get around to it Um, but yeah, the, the system requirements are very low. Um, you know, the joke is it'll run on a toaster. Um, so yeah, it'll run on just about anything. Uh, so let's, let's start with the officers. Um, so yeah, your officers are trained in the officer academy, uh, in the, in the, in the base, which is, the base is similar to XCOM and XCOM 2. We'll talk about that in a moment. Uh, they come in three classes: there's tactical, science, and engineering. Each has their own roles in combat and at the base. Uh, so you have your tactical class, which is red; they're the kind of the front line damage dealer. The science class, which is blue, they're uh, support, healing, healing, shielding buffs. On um, the engineering class, which seems to have a little bit of both. And then when you train a new one, you're given a choice of each one of the classes. Um, they all have their kind of uh background story uh they all have their own abilities and strengths and weaknesses. It's very similar to uh Darkest dungeon in that mm-hmm. um and you know though their their strengths and weaknesses will affect their performance in combat and and whatnot um you can also reroll if so if if you don't like your three officers that you get the get to choose from you can reroll them uh once or twice i think depending on the situation so it gives you a little bit, little bit of flexibility. So, uh, and then in the combat. So this is another very interesting thing about the game. Both in person and ship to ship combat are done like old school JRPGs, like Final Fantasy. I thought yeah. those were, I thought that was a really neat take on uh, on on combat. In the in the game. It is
0: because it's 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 dumb. I mean, <laughs> it's like looking at it and describing it. It sounds so dumb, but yeah. it, it works really well because it's just like silly enough, you know.
1: Yeah, the whole game is is pretty silly too. There's a lot of really good references to pop culture things uh, in the game. It's 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 quite funny at at times. Uh, yeah, it's turn based with a timeline on the bottom, so you can see whose turn it is. Uh, there's combos that you can do in the game, so some abilities can be combined for for bonus damage. One of my favorites to start off in uh, in a space combat is uh, I use an ability that shuts down the engines of the enemy ships. Um, and then my next turn I use an attack all ability that does bonus damage to the ships with engines down. So, and all the status effects have, have different things that they do. Uh, so like, yeah, if, if engines are shut down, it means you can't evade as easily. Um, disrupted sensors is another one that I use a lot. It gives you negative 30% to hit. Um, and, and then enemies will, will take advantage of that too. Uh, and it's the same with ground, ground combat. Um. You know, there's like a there's a stab that causes bleed, and then some other one of the other classes might have a uh, an ability that takes advantage of that that bleeding status effect. So there's that. Uh the base. Rooms are cleared with officers, similar to how it's done in XCOM 2. Uh and then different rooms can be built. Uh power sources, etc. rooms that generate resources and stuff. So
0: Fallout Shelter.
1: I'll fallout shelter, XCOM, XCOM two. Um, yep. it was, it's very similar to, to those different mechanics. Yeah, uh, the and the
0: ant colony thing.
1: Yep. And then, uh, the map that you look at, it's, it reminded me very much of the first Master of Orion, uh, because Master of Orion too had like different star systems. So every dot on the, on the map was a star system with multiple planets on it. But this is just like a planet here or a pulsar there or asteroid thing here and you move around to them and, and they all have different resources and different things
0: that they do. So,
1: uh, so yeah, let's talk about the game. Corey, what do you think of uh, of Halcyon Six so far?
0: I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot more at the start than I'm liking it now. Which uh, I'm not sure how far you guys are in, and I can't really put a a time played on my game because I left it running all night the uh, other okay. night. So I think it says I played like twenty some hours, but I really, really didn't. Uh-huh. Uh, but I have tier two, all two tier two spaceships. And uh, I've got the, the Cruel popping up with the Spire thing that yep. I need to take out. Uh, so that's about where I'm at. But I've gotten to the point playing it where I'm sort of seeing past the magic. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's not it's not deep enough to warrant uh, like another playthrough once I get through it. And I feel like it's a lot of busy work and yeah. not enough depth and strategy within the game it's uh-huh. a lot of okay this planet has its resource ready i need to go to this one and then you to go to the next one 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 and like combat like all the combat situations i get myself into i pretty much know within the first round or two if i'm gonna win or lose there's very little uh, sw- uh sway of battle you know very mm-hmm. little back and forth very little of my own influence on the battle. It's pretty much predetermined. Whoever has the strongest ship is going to win. Uh, so, yeah, I just kind of feel like I'm going through the motions now. And even the little story stuff where you get to make choices, I don't feel like it has enough of an influence on the game to keep it interesting. Yeah. You know? I'm uh, just sort of looking for interesting decisions to make throughout the game. And I feel like the most interesting decision in the most meaningful decision you can make is who you're here, which hero you take. Right. Is that what they're called? Heroes? Yeah. Uh, officers. Yeah. Which officer you take, uh, at any given moment and what abilities you, you train them. But I don't think that's enough. The rest of it just feels like busy work to me.
1: Yeah. I, uh, it like, towards the beginning like there it seemed like there's a lot more going on I don't know how close I am to the end it's hard to get a read on apparently there's like three acts in the game yeah so I don't know how that I don't know how far I don't, I'm not, I'm assuming I'm just in the first one uh, but yeah like at the beginning there's all these different like alien races coming to visit you and, and having you do different things and whatnot. not uh, but after you kind of settle like Corey said settle into a routine a little bit uh, I really now I'm only fighting the the invading alien race, the, the cruel race. Um, so yeah, you, you know, I can even tell like, uh, before I even start the battle, if I, if I'm going to win it or not, cause I have one, like a team, uh, fleet that I, that mm-hmm. I use for all my combat and, and I have a B team fleet that I pick and choose where they, where they go and who they fight, uh, based on the hit points and the types of ships that, that you're facing. Uh, And then I have a a third fleet, which is my just straight resource collecting fleet. It's one guy with one ship. Which Um, wouldn't
0: it be great to be able to automate that and just have them just go to each star system and pick up the resources? It's so just monotonous having to click like redirect fleet, redirect fleet, redirect fleet to get that one guy to go and just pick up resources. Yep. I feel like a majority of my time is spent just clicking over and over again the same sequence of clicks just to pick up resources
1: sure yeah yeah i I definitely think there's there would have been a better way to do it like you said even just have have the ship be automated and you know still have the ship that goes out and collects it but just have them like 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 auto explore and sieve you know yeah just have it have it it's it's one less thing you have to keep track of
0: even if it's just a click that says oh when this star system or planet or whatever hat when its resources are full go and get it yeah you know that's yep. all it would take
1: sure uh, i i should say i'm really really enjoying the game so far uh but like you Corey, like i don't know if there's going to be enough for me for me to warrant a second playthrough i've probably played about fit i would say 15 16 hours uh at this point um i am actually i just got my first set of tier three ships um okay. is was, that the last tier I, I have no idea. I don't know. I'd be I'd be interested to see. Uh, but yeah, like, you, you do definitely kind of fall into a routine. And uh, right now, like, I think what's happening in the game, because I, I was able to destroy some of those spires that you were talking about, Corey. Um, so I, I'll be interested to see what happens after the, the events that are taking place in my game right now, like what happens after that, if that's the end or if it's just the end of the first act. I don't know, because apparently there's a big difficulty spike, but I didn't haven't come across that yet
0: so no i I haven't had too much of an issue uh difficulty wise i just i feel like there's a a good formula for a game here and even what i've played you know i've enjoyed i i I just feel like the the writing could be a little more interesting decisions you could make could be a little more meaningful like that whole pirate side thing i'm not sure how many different ways that can play out i know you can recruit Uh, them to your side if you want okay i didn't i didn't get there i was just like pirate equals bad i'm gonna yeah. destroy them all uh, and that's sort of what i did but uh-huh. um yeah i just i don't know uh like i said the most interesting thing to me was selecting your hero did you your first hero or uh, officer i should say did he have a like legendary ability or yeah whatever it's, is that what it's called yep and but, that's the only one you get unless you rescue. Uh,
1: yeah, I was going to say, I found another one that, that has a legendary ability that I okay. haven't leveled up far enough yet.
0: That was a highlight for me in the game uh, later on. probably I think it's the end of Act 1, I guess you could call it, when you, the Cruel really start pushing, and uh, you launch a counterattack, and you have the opportunity to keep advancing, do a battle after battle after battle after battle, and if you manage to get through it, you can recruit another legendary officer uh, with a legendary power. And that's significant because the officer that you start with also gets a legendary power. And I chose the engineer uh-huh. to start, and his legendary power is drone swarm. Uh-huh. And that, like, if I use that, it's pretty much guaranteed I win the battle, no matter the difficulty of the other spaceships that I'm fighting. Uh, i think it's significant enough so it it is definitely important to get those legendary officers yeah i don't know what was your maddox i think was the name of my officer that i
1: yeah i wanted to write down the names of mine and and i forgot yeah like i said they all have different names and different backstories and stuff and, and abilities so what are your thoughts eric
2: um I played about an hour and a half uh-huh. so I got enough you know to, to get into the story get a little a bit made a couple of decisions saw the basics of the game um I thought it was pretty cool I think listening to Corey talk about it kind of reaffirmed where I thought the game would take me
3: uh-huh.
2: if I kept playing it um it was a cool it was cool for an hour and a half but like like Corey was saying, I was already starting to get sick of having to go to the little areas and pick up resources and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so I could see, you know, playing it for ten, fifteen hours doing that would get a little a little silly. Oh, yeah. Um But I did, I did like the, the politics involved. Like I chose to help one of the um one of the groups and to kill another group. Made kind of a deal with him. So I, you know, I was interested to see where that would go. But sounds like it doesn't really go too many places by what Corey was saying
1: one of the alliances one of the alliances that i made uh in the early game did did help me in my my fight that i'm having right now okay uh like i said i don't know what spot in the game i am i i would guess maybe the end of the second act if i had to okay. guess but i'm not 100 percent sure but yeah they 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 did help me in a significant way luckily okay
2: yeah, so I, so I thought that was really neat. Uh the combat's okay. I I did put it on the lowest difficulty
3: uh-huh.
1: just
2: because I wanted to not worry about having a struggle and I just wanted to play it. I think it defaults to that though, right? Uh, I don't know. It asked me what I wanted. Okay.
1: It's so... it, I think that is the default. You have to up it. Like I I I put it on the one that it said Halcyon 6 should be experienced at this difficulty. It was like the third Def- mm. level difficulty oh okay so are you playing on yeah. the easiest too Corey
0: I think I'm playing on the easiest well, I'm that, playing on whatever one that's was why, default. fault that's why you're Probably having why you're... such an
1: easy time
3: yeah
0: it hasn't gotten that easy though Like I've I've lost officers have you? a couple yeah one I lost when I was doing the clearing out the uh whatchamacallit clearing out uh, the spire? sector in my base oh. Oh. I lost Oh yeah, and then another one I lost when I was rescuing the legendary officer at the end of Act One. Hmm.
2: Got, yeah, I, got
0: blew, blew I think
2: it's really cool how there's space combat and ground combat in your base.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: I I didn't I didn't realize that was going to be part of it. So that was that was really neat, and how you have different abilities for both. Um, that was really cool. Um, I don't know. I I guess these days. I kind of judge a game on whether I think I could talk myself into giving it another go uh-huh. or playing it for a little longer. And and I think I'm prepared to say I probably would play this game longer. Okay. And that's saying something. Yeah. These days. <laughs> so, nice. um, yeah, I I enjoyed my hour and a half with well, it. It was pretty cool.
1: Okay. Yeah, what well, I mean, the biggest complaint, like I was reading some of the Steam forums, and the biggest complaint was what you were talking about, Corey, with the with the resource collecting. Everyone's like, why, why is this even in here? It's it's you know ridiculous
0: at this point.
1: And, uh, that I would mean, probably just make it,
0: yeah, just make it a ticker on your resources. Exactly. Just, yeah.
1: I mean, part like part of it is like you have to protect the colonies, but like I said, I don't see why there's not a reason or where why there's not an option to like have them auto collected. And then when they get attacked, then you can send your ship out to, to protect them, you know?
2: Yeah. Or so. at least put it in like a, uh, some sort of base upgrade where it will like teleport to your base later on or something. Yeah. Yeah. You know, something like that, something to, for you to earn to, um, I don't know, kind of fix one of the annoyances, I yeah. guess.
0: Yeah. yeah. Quality of life, uh, tech. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Research, you know,
2: a life upgrade, you get there.
1: Yeah, I feel uh, Corey. I think for you the uh, the because con- I, I I don't have the same issues with the with the combat that you do. Uh, uh-huh. I find it pretty engaging, and yeah, like I have kind of a routine for for how things go. But uh, you know that that can get turned on its head if you get a couple like good, really good critical hits against your one of your ships, and it's about to blow up. Like maybe maybe the enemies hit harder. Uh, yeah. Because I've I've had some pretty challenging combat. I haven't lost any officers though, officers. I
2: didn't find the the combat engaging at all, really. Yeah. But again, I played on the lowest difficulty, so that could be why.
0: Right. Yeah, I just feel like uh a, a, in, oh, what is that? Oh, it's a stink bug. You oh. see that, Fiona? Eat it! Oh, <laughs> eat it! No, I just feel like so much of this game could be automated, and I think I think you're right. I think if raising the difficulty would definitely help with that. Um, and one thing I found in combat that was kind of fun was how you do those, uh, debuffs to other people. Yeah. They, some, most of them last for us a few turns. Yeah. Yeah. So I was kind of trying to figure out how to optimize. Okay. This guy does this debuff. This guy does engines down, uh, the guy that can exploit engines down, can do something else, and then on his second turn, come back around and do engines down. Yeah. So it was kind of fun to figure out how to optimize to do the most damage with with all your guys, and it does have that XCOM feel of getting
2: attached to different your different officers.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: See, I didn't feel attached to them. I definitely didn't like. I would have cared if they died, but I didn't feel the attachment that I did in XCOM.
1: Sure. I mean, they're more. I mean, XCOM is more. They're more like people, you know. Yeah. This is just. It's a little pixel on the on the screen. It's it's a little harder. Um, but yeah, like I found myself, uh, especially in the tougher battles uh, later on, like having to uh, ground ground combat specifically. I I've had a lot of trouble with because I I I didn't do that much ground combat. Uh, so a lot, my characters were under leveled for for ground combat, but uh you know use using the debuffs to my advantage so like if if i knew someone was coming to attack me uh i would try to hit them with the with the uh aim debuff uh or or try to disable you know what whatever you're doing or disable one of your enemies when you know before before they attack uh to to try and save myself from from getting slaughtered um so that was that was what what i had fun with with the combat yeah, and like one of the ships that I have to fight now is has nine thousand hit points.
2: Wow! Yeah, so Thanks.
1: I think my my highest is like twenty three hundred for a tier three, tier three ship,
0: Engi- engineering ship.
1: Yeah. Huh. So I'll see how that I goes.
0: Yeah, I mean the game has all the ma- the makings for for a fun space game. Yeah. I just i feel like they haven't all really come together in, in an intriguing way for me like it, right. it's fine like it's it's one of those games that you want to keep playing you want to keep you know you want to get to the next spaceship or the next technology or you know yeah. whatever build the next thing in your base um but it's just like there's nothing there's nothing meaty there for me you know
1: i i think it's just that you don't like video games Corey.
2: I don't know. I think he's, I think Corey's right.
1: Well, you don't like it's video true. games either.
0: I feel I think this game would work a so lot, much. a lot better, like with its systems as they are in an RPG. Yeah, a more straight laced RPG as opposed to this sort of, uh, I think strategy game would be the main genre. I don't know.
1: It's definitely a mix of things. It's a, it's a stew.
0: Well, I mean, look at a game like Invisible Ink, which is also a stew of games. Yeah, you know, they had a lot more opportunity to customize. You know, the 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 customization in this game basically boils down to your re-roll of your officers, and that's it.
1: You're leveling up with abilities. Skills
0: you pick. Yeah, but kinda. even that, like, I've, I, you just kind of get to the point. I mean, I, my guys are level 8 and 9, and you don't have that, you know, you, know, you don't have enough skills to really make meaningful decisions yeah, on that. That's not
2: a very big skill train at all.
1: No, nah, I think, what, is there, like, six six different abilities that you can level half. up, three, three and levels? And half of
0: them are ground, half of them are space. Yeah. Yeah. And so you're, the decision you're making is, is this guy a ground trooper, or is this person a space ship?
1: right lighter. i ended up making my second fleet more the ground focused combat people
0: ground and
2: pound yeah. yeah i did the same thing this game really sucks
0: by the sounds of it <laughs> no it's good like it, that's what i'm saying the formula is is solid it's just yeah. there needs to be something deeper there
2: i think yeah, i don't i don't think it's a grabby game it doesn't i don't feel like it grabbed you
1: i think you're expecting too much for a 20 dollar game cory
0: I'm expecting nothing because I paid nothing. Right, but. I'm just trying to speak subjectively about my opinion of the game. And and my opinion of the game is that it's fine. Yeah. It's just not great.
1: Sure. A solid, what, seven and a half?
0: Sure.
2: I give it a seven.
0: Seven. Which it sits uh, on Steam. It's 80% positive on Steam.
1: That sounds about right.
0: It's a kickstarter game. I mean, they had a vision in mind and I wanted to on and...
1: I wanted to look into the kickstarter. I I like to do that a lot of times cuz you know, it's probably from a few years ago. It's right. it's kind of like looking in a time machine from a few years ago. You know what what were the uh things that attracted people about it years ago, you know? Yeah. But I I didn't get the opportunity.
0: So. I yeah. Mean, that, like you look at a game like FTL and that has Random generation and yeah. the difficulty is like the the hook on that. Yeah, and I just I'm not sure what the what the hook is on on Halcyon Six.
1: Well, I think well, I maybe it tries to do too many things. FTL is pretty pretty specific with what what it is, you know. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe Halcyon Six just has too many things going on for it.
0: Yeah, it does. It does. It has a lot of things going on, and none of them are particularly interesting. They work. They work well together. They're uh, mechanically a good way sound, to it. but there's just not. There's no intrigue there.
2: I like that. What do you think? Wait for a sale, Corey. I think I do think it's worth twenty dollars,
0: honestly. Right. But it's just like. You know we're coming up on we're coming up on end of the year. You know we're gonna start talking about Thummies here pretty soon, and it's just there's just no there's no meat. It's just potatoes.
2: Bang.
1: Yeah. I got nothing. There's
2: really only what well, one game to talk about at the Thummies this year, anyway.
3: Yeah.
1: Stardew Valley.
2: Oh, mm. No. Did you play Doom? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah, nice. So that's it, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. Corey, Corey brought my opinion of it down a little bit.
1: Like he, like he always does. He
2: always, yeah, he does do that to me, doesn't <laughs> he? Well, I think, uh, I think all of his points were valid. Sure. I think his description of it was was pretty accurate. Yeah.
1: I I mean I again it's a type of situation where the stuff that the problems Corey has with it isn't stuff that brings my opinion down to the game you know like right it uh, like I I never I never really got super annoyed having to collect resources and stuff like it you know it's whatever
2: yeah I guess it's not it's not annoying it's just not necessary and like what what do you, what do you get out of it we?
0: well and and, and and don't confuse what I'm saying about the game like I think I think the resource Collecting aspect of it is the one flaw. Right, the one flaw of the game. The rest of it is fine. It's just not interesting.
1: Yeah, I still say that has something to do with the difficulty, Corey. I think that that Uh, takes a lot out of the game for you. Partially
0: right. I I did sort of realize, you know, where I am now. I think if it was a little bit harder, uh, I'd be making a lot more methodical decisions.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, nibblebits. Shall we get into nibblebits? Let's do it, Dan. I'll go first because I only have one. The crew is now available for free on UPlay. Uh, if you have a a computer of any kind, just download UPlay and get uh, the crew for free. Even if you have just a crappy laptop, just get it for free. You may have a good computer someday that can run it. So
2: this is the full of the crew game. The
1: crew, yep, yeah, the full of the crew.
2: Doesn't
0: He's come down.
1: with the DLC though, right? Not the DLC. No, uh, I don't own any of the DLC because I bought the crew. Uh, was it earlier this year or late last year? Uh, and played played a fair amount. There's quite a bit of content there. Uh, so, I don't know that I'll ever get the DLC because it doesn't none of it doesn't sound that interesting to me. But yeah, it's a, there's a lot of content there, especially if you can if you can get it for free. It's a, it's a decent racer. So.
0: Should I play it? Yeah.
1: Why not? It's free. Yeah. (laughs) All (laughs) right. Totally free. Anyway, what do you got, Corey?
0: I have a lot. Sony Worldwide Studios president Shuhei Yoshida had some pretty harsh words for Hello Games and No Man's Sky. I don't know. That was from today or yesterday. I don't know if you guys saw this. Today.
2: I, I, I only read the headline.
0: Yeah, so uh this was from an interview with Eurogamer. He said, I understand some of the criticisms especially Sean Murray is getting because he sounded like he was promising more features in the game from day one. Which is fine, but if I were him I would have stopped there. But he kept going. It wasn't a great PR strategy because he didn't have a PR person helping him, and in the end he is an indie developer. Which I felt was kind of a kind of a slap in the face to yeah. to Sean Murray and Hello Games. Definitely. Whether you you think it's warranted or not, I I don't know. I just feel like uh, the the Sony Hello Games partnership, um, as like the guy in charge of all that, it's not really a great idea to call out one of your partners like that. Yeah. I don't know. How do you guys feel?
1: I don't think. Uh... Yeah, I don't think Sony is in the clear for this. I think they're partly to blame for it. They did nothing what do you think to
0: was the motivation behind him saying something like that. I don't know.
1: They're trying to distance, distance themselves from it because I think they they it's partly their fault. They did nothing to say to rein Sean Murray in. You know, during any of their interviews, they're like, you know, because it's got the Sony name attached to it, deservedly so or not, you know. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't know. I I th- I thought it was bizarre and totally inappropriate yeah. and uh maybe they're I don't know, maybe they're getting out ahead of uh some bad news that'll come from the other end, you know, vice versa. Sean Murray'll come out and say some things about Sony. I don't know. I just this has uh nothing good written all over it. Yeah. Sony's had a
2: tough week. Really. Week and a half. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> questionable decision making. Yeah. Uh, but I think, like Dan said, they're trying to just get out, distance themselves from the clusterfuck that turned out to be No Man's Sky Yeah, a little bit, know, even, just... even though I think they did have quite a big hand in all that bullshit.
0: Well, they were in charge of marketing, like, promotions. Sure. Um, and maybe, maybe this is, maybe it's because Sean Murray refused a PR person, which is fine. You know, it's his right, it's his game, it's his studio, and depending on the terms of their deal, like that's entirely up to him. But for your publisher to come out and like throw you under the bus like that, I just, I think that's terrible.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, what better way to make an enemy than to do to do that? You know, I don't know. Um, yeah, no, in, you're in right. In the end, he is an indie developer. It's That's, that's like a slap in the face right there. Yeah, that's an insult. I don't I don't know. I did not I did not see the the reasoning behind this at all. Uh, like I said, uh, if there's one video game book I want to read, it is the No Man's Sky development process book. Yeah. Including the relationship with Sony. I don't know. It's fascinating. He did end up saying nice things about the game itself, but... Like what? Just that it was a great game, and he's proud that it's available on PS4, and, you know... Oof. Whatever. 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 But speaking of Shuhei Yoshida, he had to announce on the PlayStation <laughs> blog that the Last Guardian has been delayed to December sixth. Whatever. Surprise! Surprise! Yeah, it's been delayed this long.
2: Who cares? That game's gonna suck, isn't it?
1: Uh, I did. Someone have like a lengthy gameplay preview? And they said it People was like it was average. Yes. Okay. They said it was average.
2: Yeah. Of course it is.
1: <laughs> That's why it's taken so long.
2: Average at best. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I have no opinions
0: on the last Guardian, excuse me, or the delay. Yep. Whatever they did, the whole uh, want to deliver the most polished experience thing.
2: God, you'd hope it was polished by now no do you think they no. stopped developing it at one point probably, and then because of all the hubbaloo, hullabaloo they brought it back oh yeah definitely it's it's
0: I don't think it's ever been like a solid uh development from start to finish I think it's been no. shelved
1: you know, a few times and
0: started and everything thrown out and re- you know i I'm pretty sure there's there's been issues along the way
1: maybe this is all a ho- like a hole in their exclusive lineup coming up in this fall well, and we're like hey let's I that. was
2: just going to say that, Dan. I th- I think that that's another big reason that Sony has a lot of blame in the No Man's Sky thing. Yeah. Uh, same with Last Guardian is that they I think they're having trouble putting out a decent uh,
1: exclusive
2: first party game. Yeah. You know, other than Bloodborne, um, which technically isn't even that. And then, I mean, Uncharted, mm-hmm. I guess
1: yeah bloodborne was not was not a i uh, wasn't a first party but it was a, a right. you know an exclusive exclusive and pro- yeah. probably the the best exclusive of the generation but that's oh, for it sure that's it for sure
2: know? yeah and then i mean they have a couple of good looking ones on the horizon with the sure. new god of war and yep. uh uh horizon yep <laughs> on the horizon <laughs> um but yeah like this this fall i mean there's nothing and that's fine i don't i sure. don't necessarily care but i like you said now i think that's one of the reasons Last Guardian got brought back out, and one of the reasons they pushed so hard with No Man's Sky, uh-huh. and I, I wonder if they made, um, Hello Games put No Man's Sky out before they wanted to.
1: Maybe, maybe
2: you know, because it does look like a hot steamy turd compared to those videos. Yeah, it is a steamy turd front
0: runner. <laughs>
2: <laughs> or anybody big- watched New South Park yet? Or, or biggest disappointment.
3: No.
2: Probably should do that.
3: <laughs> okay
0: speaking of Dude. the fractured butthole oh it's been delayed to quarter one 2017
2: yeah we've had a couple of segues here recently
0: yeah it's working out well i i try to arrange my nibble bits that's in smart. the order that they make sense
1: that's what smart a guy.
0: yeah i'm always thinking ahead uh they gave the the whole they want to meet the high expectations of the game reason so Good for them, I, I
1: think they, they want it to be in a fresh year. I, I think they don't want it to come out right before the end of the year, you know, for game awards and stuff.
0: You think? That's a good point.
2: That's yeah, but point. those early games tend to get forgotten anyway. Sure. Not this year. No, you're right. The Absolutely Witness. Absolutely not. Year. Uh, that's the one I've been thinking about.
0: Speaking of The Witness, Hollywood. He's making a live action Monster Hunter movie. This is the most exciting news to come out of the Tokyo game show, in my opinion. Details. Are I haven't scant. seen
2: anything out of Tokyo Game Show.
0: Yeah, that was the joke.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but 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 in all seriousness I I haven't seen a goddamn thing.
0: No, we've seen, you know, some gameplay for stuff, but nothing
2: nothing huge, I
0: don't think.
1: Why didn't Nintendo announce the NX at Tokyo Game Show? Oh,
2: what are they doing?
1: They're gonna delay it that's what's gonna happen
2: i hope not
0: you know the i listened to the eight four play podcast and they're based in japan so they're all about tokyo game show and they have all the journalists on their podcast the same way like giant bomb does e3 yeah uh eight four play does tokyo game show and everybody was talking about how great rez is gonna be and i guess rez is at the show so on vr yeah the rez remaster or whatever is Uh, coming out and the vr and, and yeah people love res and apparently whatever's happening with res is is a big deal based on this Tokyo Game Show stuff so <laughs> there's that sony will not ask users to pay for 4k hdr patches this is after i tweeted earlier in the week that the possibility exists uh, i guess uh, an ex- a sony executive has some loose lips and didn't mind their words very well and uh the internet got a little got a little upset when, as uh, it is known they, to do, <laughs> they sort of left the door open to paid 4K HDR patches, but they they came uh, they came right out and, and said no, they, they they will will not charge for these 4K HDR patches for the new uh, is it and older is and it, it
1: by stuff. by by game is that how it's done
2: do no, yeah. no 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 Old,
0: older games. Can right. implement patches, and Sony's just saying they will not charge you for those gotcha. patches.
2: Gotcha. I thought you meant you know how they were supposedly putting in some patch for the system. Yeah, I think, I think the, they th- did. The
1: system had to have a patch, but I think the games then had to be patched with the functionality.
0: Right. Okay. Yes. Which is up to the developers, right? To, to do that work,
1: and that's what they thought. That's what they the that one exec said was going to happen. That the developer could charge for. It, right. That's that's the impression that I got. But that's not the yeah, case. Yeah,
0: but I think I think they're basically saying like you will never be charged for a 4K HDR patch.
1: Well, no one would buy it.
0: I would hope. <laughs> yeah, I would hope. Yeah, you never know. You never know with people.
2: I certainly wouldn't.
0: Speaking of PlayStation, PlayStation Four versions of Fallout Four and Skyrim will not support mods.
2: Didn't Bethesda say they would? Yes, they not did. Not too long ago, okay. said they would be coming to PlayStation after Xbox at some point.
0: So, Bethesda announced this on their website. They blamed Sony. uh, Quote, Sony has informed us they will not approve user mods the way they should work, where users can do anything they want for either Fallout 4 or Skyrim Special Edition. So, basically, Sony's saying we're not just going to authorize any willy-nilly mod uh, on our platform. Which kind of sucks.
2: Yeah, but you know what? The people that care about mods already are using them on PC. That is true. So whatever.
0: That is true. Uh, yeah, I'm not playing Skyrim on my PS4 for the mods.
2: Exactly.
1: <laughs> Very true.
2: But with that said, there's at least a good chance that I'll get the Skyrim Legendary whatever remaster on Xbox just so I have that option if I want
0: it. Sure. Just in case a uh, mod like Enderall comes to the Xbox. I don't yeah.
1: think I don't think it can. Because it has SKS, SKSE. I don't think anything like that can be work. on.
0: You're right. You're right
1: no, I don't think SK SKSE can be on consoles. I don't think.
2: Because it's a uh, script. script extender, right? Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't think you can do that on PC. Hmm. Or on console. But that's
2: all I got for my
0: nibble a bit.
1: Yeah, okay. What do you got, Eric?
2: And I also just have one. I scoured the <laughs> that today and I didn't see anything worth a damn. Yeah. But, but not much. Uh high res studios has finally released a, a open beta for paladins, which is a team based shooter that looks eerily similar to Overwatch. So I'm interested. I might I might just try it just to kind of compare it to Overwatch and uh-huh. see how it is. Um and see if they just made another Overwatch, which is probably a pretty good bet.
1: Yeah. Like right. like other companies make make another Diablo.
2: Well, yeah, it's it's that sort the, of thing. the creators of Smite, so okay. they're doing their their whole thing. Gotcha. But Smite was a pretty cool game, actually. Yeah. It so. does
0: look a lot like Overwatch. Right. <laughs> right down to the uh, the grapple chain thing, the chain yeah. pole.
2: Yeah. Yeah, if I didn't know any better, Corey, I'd think this was Overwatch. Yeah, I wouldn't know better. <laughs>
1: Monkey see monkey oh. do.
2: Yeah. That's
0: it. Okay. How's oh, TGS. Ahead. Did you guys see the new Final Fantasy fifteen trailer?
2: No. Oh my god. Does it look good or bad? Oh, it looks good. I'm excited. Are you really that ex you're not it's gonna let you down. You need to temper your expectations a little bit. I don't think it
0: is. I think it's gonna be awesome. I'm with Eric on this one. It's gonna let you, you need down.
2: To, you need to temper it. If anybody needs to temper it, it's you.
0: I think it's going to be awesome. It's going to be just zany enough.
2: I hope. I hope you love it.
0: I the problem you. is, if they wanted me to temper my expectations, they shouldn't keep shoving it down my throat. Well, when are you getting a PS4? I don't think I am.
1: Are you gonna borrow Will's for like a week?
0: Yeah, if he lets me. He
1: will, especially if he's in school. When's the game come out?
2: November. Yeah. Thirtieth. Oh, uh, it's right around break. Yeah. Uh I don't know if this was Tokyo Game Show or not, but did, did anybody see the new Resident Evil seven trailer?
3: No.
1: Oh
2: yeah. boy, does that look fucking creepy? I think that is T G S. Was it? Oh. Put that up in the in the stream, Corey. God, I can't imagine playing that game on a VR headset. I just can't. The IGN had a pretty cool video too with a lot of their staff playing a game on VR. I think it was, called, it was called, like, The Boogeyman or something like that. Oh, Nice. I get stressed out even watching it.
1: So I take it you're not going to go see the new Blair Witch movie?
2: You know, I thought about it just because I really liked the last one so much.
1: Yeah. I kind of you know, want to see it.
2: I know damn well there's no way I could get the wife to go with me. Right. That's the issue. And I'm not going by myself. Right. So.
1: Yeah, see, for me... I like scary. I don't like gore, like go- horror gore, um, okay. but I do like scary stuff. So I think that would be that would be good for me. Cause I don't think See, it's I got prefer gore, gore to scary. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, that's it. All right. How was your week?
2: Pretty good. Uh, I went and saw the Lumineers in concert. Uh, I think it was Tuesday night. They're a really good live band they sounded fantastic right mm-hmm. right up there with with some of the better bands i've seen live uh, Mumford and Sons was probably my favorite that i've seen live in terms of just sheer quality of the music uh-huh. um Lumineers was close though so, so that was that was a good time um, the bills are terrible again you know i don't honest to god i don't know if they're going to win four games this year really Oof, they're that bad it's going to be a lean year. And you well, know you what's going to happen? You had
0: them 6-1 and one after 7. Did I? You did.
2: Oh. <laughs> they're not going to win one of those games. <laughs> Unless Cleveland's in there. They might beat Cleveland. Oh, you know what? So they're going to go 0-4 to start the year. And then I think they got the Rams and the Rams, 49ers, and Browns are mixed in there. They have a shot in those games. But they are bad. And what's going to happen is they're going to suck. They fired their offensive coordinator today after two games. Oh, wow. Yeah. They're going to suck really bad, and they're going to end up drafting Jim Kelly's nephew to be the quarterback. Uh And that poor kid is going to have so much pressure on him. And there's no way. It'll never work out. The Bills are going to go two decades without making the playoffs.
1: What's the... What are they at now?
2: This would be the 17th year. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That's a long time. They pretty much had told Rex before the season if he didn't make the playoffs this year, he was gone. Uh So then you start another rebuild. And unless they just strike complete gold in the draft with a stud quarterback, there's no way they're going to get to the playoffs.
1: Even stud quarterbacks a lot of times their first year aren't necessarily studs, you know?
2: Right, yeah. Take a couple so, years i don't know there's that coming back up to new york next week for a friend's wedding uh so looking forward to that but that that's pretty much it for me okay
0: what do you got Corey? i got a number of things to talk about you guys ever heard of bulletproof coffee no so it's this guy who's all about, like, the, the bulletproof uh, CEO, like, businessman kind of thing. I don't know. But he came up with this recipe for coffee. Uh, and what it does is it gives your body healthy fats. So what it is is it's uh, – you have to get, like, a good organic coffee because it doesn't have the toxins or whatever in it. Uh, which, actually, that's still up in the air, so – I guess the coffee doesn't really matter too much. But what you do is you put a... Like, for one cup of coffee, you put... Fiona, you gotta stop. She's chewing on my arm. You take uh, (laughs) one tablespoon of butter from grass-fed cows, one tablespoon of MCT oil, and mix it in with your coffee, and uh, you get all the healthy fats that give your body more energy, uh, focus, and improves your hormones. And you drink it in the morning. Some people do it as like a meal replacement cuz it is like 200 calories or something like that. But it's supposed to give you energy all throughout the day. Not a uh, meal. Quench your appetite and boost your metabolism. So the grass-fed butter has like the omega 3 and the omega 6 fatty acids in it. it. Uh, the same thing that like fish has but it has it in much higher quantities, obviously. And then the MCT oil, MCT stands for medium chain triglycerides, which is a type of fat that doesn't require a lot of energy or enzymes to digest. Um, And there is evidence that MCT consumption, like over a long period of time, uh, induces fat loss. So basically, you're drinking this concoction of fat, that gives you energy and helps you focus throughout the day. So I've been, I did it every day this week. Uh, I got up in the morning, I made a cup of bulletproof coffee, which replaced my normal breakfast, which my normal breakfast isn't much to begin with. I always only had like a cup of yogurt or like a cereal bar or something. So even out of that, like this cup of bulletproof coffee I make is like 250 calories. And, like, a cup of yogurt is 100 calories. So right away, I'm already eating more calories in the morning than I ate to begin with. Uh, But I have definitely noticed an improvement in energy. Uh, Definitely noticed an improvement in focus. And it lasts all day. The first day I did it, was it Monday or Tuesday? I could use
2: some more focus.
0: Uh, Monday or Tuesday, I just had the cup of coffee, and I didn't eat again until 5. I wasn't hungry. 5 p.m. Wasn't really that hungry, uh, but I had plenty of energy right up until that point. Was in a good mood.
2: Corey, I uh, think you're just in good shape. Fuck you.
0: Well, that's the thing. You don't want to do this if you're not in good. You're not in decent health to begin with because you're losing out on a lot of nutrients and stuff that your body sh- should need. Um,
2: I'll tune out now.
0: <laughs> and also, like the cholesterol from all the fat. I guess they're. People have had issues doing this, like, bulletproof thing uh, with their cholesterol. But I'm pretty impressed, honestly, especially, like, mood-wise. You know, I'm not as cranky, which is the biggest thing for me. I Actually, the reason I did it was for energy, because last week I was dragging ass all week, <laughs> and I couldn't really figure out why. Uh, but I switched to this bulletproof coffee thing, and, and it's pretty great. Nice. You have to, like, you drop your tablespoon of butter in— after you make the coffee so it melts and then you have to actually have to blend it otherwise you'll just have like a chunk of butter it doesn't really mix very well But once you blend it it's like this frothy creamy deliciousness it's actually really good huh. and this MCT oil I bought is called uh, Left Coast MCT oil um, and it's kind of nasty and apparently you have to build up a tolerance to it but I just started out of the gate doing one tablespoon of it which is the recommended amount. And I never got sick or anything, you know, never bothered my stomach. Uh, so, so far, so good huh. for me in Bulletproof
2: Coffee. That's Jake said you need to drink that before the next thummies. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and that's the thing, too. Like, it's, it's, you know, like I'll drink a, uh, I drink an energy drink today because I had to mow after work. So I had Bulletproof Coffee this morning, was good with energy, and then after work I was starting to get a little dopey. This is like 3.30 p.m. So I drink an energy drink and just, like, I felt awful because I'm used to the Bulletproof coffee, which is, like, a more clean energy, whereas the energy drink is, like, a nervous energy. Yeah. And, I don't know, it just, like, gave me heartburn, and I felt nauseous, and I was, like, jittery, and I don't know. But the problem is I always swore to myself I'd never be one of those people that needed their coffee in the morning to function. Why? I just didn't let myself drink coffee in the morning because i've always been a a good morning person without it and i like coffee so i just i didn't want to start drinking it in the morning just because that's what you do in the morning to the point where i would count on it but i feel like i kind of screwed myself now with this bulletproof coffee stuff because i'm going to want it every morning
2: just have it
0: yeah i know but when i don't have it
2: well i mean so
0: what? I'm going to be an you asshole.
2: Turn into <laughs> an asshole for a day. Who cares? Yeah.
0: I don't know. Everybody
2: deserves that once in a while. Sure. Well, I don't know about everybody, but we do. <laughs> I
0: All do right. recommend it, though. Get some Kerrygold grass-fed butter. Drop a tablespoon of it in your coffee. Uh and if you just have, like, coconut oil or something, like, that's pretty close to the, the MCT oil.
1: I do have coconut
0: oil.
2: I have you coconut it... oil, but... You said you need to be in decent shape, so I'm done. Well, you you can do it
0: anyway. Just don't expect, you know, your health or anything to improve by doing it.
2: Uh, All I ask, all I would want out of that is focus.
0: Try it. It's not going to hurt. You
2: said I have to blend it? Yeah. Blend the butter. Yep.
0: I have a little uh, magic bullet.
2: I had one. It broke. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: It works pretty well, though. It's just just enough. It fits one cup of coffee. I dropped my, my butter. I actually put a drop of vanilla in it and a stevia packet.
2: Yes, uh, somebody in the chat put a recipe. Two to four cups of organic coffee. Two tablespoons organic coconut oil or MCT oil. One tablespoon organic butter, preferably unsalted. Two teaspoons of vanilla extract for flavor.
3: hmm
2: Yeah.
0: I'll have to try that.
2: Definitely give it a try, Dan. I think I think you'll like it.
0: Just yeah. make sure you have to use grass-fed butter, because if you don't, you're not getting healthy fats.
1: Gotcha. Okay.
0: That was my bulletproof coffee experiment. Yeah, jeez, well. That was as long and, as oh, our main segment. Oh, <laughs> I've lost weight, too, doing it.
2: Well, it sounds like you're starving yourself.
0: I can feel the poundage. I'm not starving. Like, I I told myself, if I'm hungry, I'm going to eat. If I'm not hungry, I'm not going to eat. You know, at no point do I feel starving. How do you do that? The coffee Coffee... boosts your metabolism and and quenches your appetite. Yeah, coffee
1: by itself is an appetite suppressant.
0: And by eating those fats, like, your body uses that for its energy. I don't
2: believe that for a damn second. (laughs) I drink a shit ton of coffee. I
0: don't know. Try bulletproof coffee, See how you feel. Like, that first day, the first day I did it, I was not hungry at all. I had a snack at, like, 5 was the first time I ate that first day.
2: I'm not even saying this to be funny. I, honest to God, don't know if I would even know what it felt like to not be hungry.
3: <laughs> I'm
1: with you. I'm ya. not,
2: honest to God.
1: I'm always always hungry unless I'm, I've ate too much and I'm ready to take a nap.
2: When somebody says they're not hungry, I think... What?
0: It's not... I I hear what you're saying because I, too, am one of those people who is always hungry and will always eat anything. But it's just it's you're not like you're not famished. So when I'm not doing this, I work a a physical job, blue collar job. And by about eleven thirty on a normal day, I'm famished. Like I I have to eat. I'll get my my plate of food from the cafeteria and start eating it on the way to my chair. That's how hungry I am (laughs) when I when I drink this bulletproof coffee stuff. Like, yeah, I could always eat. You know, that's not a problem. It's just okay. I'm not famished. I'm not, like, constantly thinking about what I'm going to shove down my gullet. You know?
2: Okay. All right. No, I get you. That makes sense.
0: Yeah. And it's like if you're sitting around a box of donuts, it's hard to say no. Like, Wednesday, our boss brought in pizza and wings for everybody. I'm yeah. not going to be a, a wanker who's like, no, I'm I'm drinking bulletproof coffee. I'm not going to eat that. Like, of course I had pizza and wings. I wasn't starving for it, but I ate it, and I could have eaten a lot of it. Hey, no. Um, so, yeah. Definitely look it up. Give it a try.
2: It's cool. I like it. I like the energy. It's nice. Sounds good. Uh, I really want to. I just don't know about the whole blending thing. Sounds like it's going to take me too long, and I have to get up five minutes earlier.
0: Yeah, but okay. you want to get up. You want to drink. You want to get up <laughs> early and drink it and be it's, be your best self.
2: I don't know if I want that.
1: Try it on a weekend. For a day you don't work. There
2: you go. There you go. Sunday morning. Yeah. All right, Corey. Make yourself available Sunday morning so that when I text you, how do I make this again? Because that's what's going to happen. You can just tell me. Yep. I'll tell you. All right. Yep.
0: I I look forward to, like, even, um, which day? Thursday morning, I didn't have to work till night. I worked a night shift. I filled in. Uh, And I got up same time I usually do, like, a little after six, and made my bulletproof coffee and played video games for a couple hours and felt great. And I don't know. It's nice. Okay. And I watched a little Star Trek. Yeah. The Next Generation. I'm still doing uh, Max Temkin's Star Trek The Next Generation in 40 Hours, which is like he picks all the episodes that are bus watches from that series. Uh, and apparently all of those episodes total 178 hours. So you're, wow. you're cutting it down by about what? A fourth? A, a fourth, quarter? yeah. A little more than that. So the other night I watched The Neutral Zone, which is the last episode of Season 1, which is really good. Uh, if you listened to the intro to our episode that quote from picard is from that episode that actually i just thought was kind of fitting for uh the topic we were talking about halcyon six you Mm -hmm. know future where everybody exists in space a little bit different though because you're struggling for survival (laughs) halcyon six not everything is is perfect which was sort of the premise of of that episode and star trek in general like a lot of sci-fi nowadays it's all dystopian and you know how awful things are going to be, but you look at those older Star Treks, and it's like they've achieved the utopian society. Yeah, they've achieved utopia, and it's like, well, where do we go from there? And it's just refreshing to go back and watch those old episodes for that reason. Yeah. I also watched uh, A Matter of Honor, which is season two, episode eight, which is the one where Riker joins the... Klingons. That's what, yeah. I always get the Klingons and the Romulans confused. I'm new to all this, so. Yeah, and Riz brings up in the chat there's a new Star Trek show coming out. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I want to get through these next generation episodes before it, but. That's my Star Trek chat. Uh, I also just briefly wanted to share the Waparito meal that I had last weekend
3: uh-huh
0: uh it was great I, you I, like whopperito, it no 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 oh. don't get me wrong dan you're right like if you want to if you're interested in the whopperito just get a whopper yeah you're, you'll be happier with that uh but i got a whopperito i got the old-fashioned standby the rodeo burger oh yeah, no! yeah.
2: you have to get a rodeo burger if you go to burger king you just have to yep
0: they're and good an oreo milkshake and, and i like i took a picture Of the rodeo burger and i think i tweeted or something my girlfriend's like that looks disgusting (laughs) oh
2: all of of it
0: all of it looked disgusting she's like that all looks like a disgusting amount of dog food and then you're gonna wash it all down with a shake and i did and it was awesome and i didn't feel sick afterwards and i was like god bless you burger king Uh you nailed it you nailed it and then i watched the first episode of american horror story last night last night wednesday night i don't know doesn't matter but uh it's called my roanoke nightmare and i haven't figured it out if it's like hillbillies attacking the interracial couple or like ghost ghostly witch hunters i did not really figured it out from the first episode but cuba gooding jr is the lead actor and he's terrible so I don't know how much of American Horror Story season six I'm going to be able to watch because he's that bad, in my opinion. Huh. I can't watch him.
2: You just don't like Cuba, huh?
0: No, he's bad. Wow. The the I, f- oh, I forget her name though, but the the girl actress there who plays the his his wife I can't think of her name. She's really good and has been because she's one of the regulars for the
2: American Rider. Horror Story.
0: No. You know what? They should make a movie with Winona Ryder and Cuba Gooding.
2: Maybe Cuba's going to be in season two of Stranger Things. Oh, God. Turns out he was the monster the whole time.
0: He's always been a monster. No, what was his... <laughs> didn't he win, like, an Oscar or something? What movie?
2: Oh uh, What What was that movie? It wasn't um, the
0: Pearl Harbor movie, was it? No, that movie was god-awful. <laughs> what was that he one was, where he was... Ra- radio? Radio. I don't think he won an Oscar for that, though.
2: Was he and Jerry Maguire? Yes. Was it that?
0: He was the athlete, wasn't he?
2: Yeah. Maybe it was. Could be that. Did we uh, back back to fast food for a second? Did we discuss the cheesy core burritos at Taco Bell? Yeah, a couple times. Yeah. Okay. All right.
0: Come come up sure. twice. I wasn't I wasn't impressed.
2: Yeah, I mean it's. It's just a another burrito.
0: Yeah, it's mush. It's mush with cheese in the middle. <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. But Which, uh, don't, that, get me, that, don't get me yeah. wrong; is all right. it's great. Yeah, but... It's great. <laughs> uh, but they are going to be giving away PSVR headsets through their big box meals. Apparently, yeah. you know how they do that with consoles. Yeah. Yep. Sounds all right.
1: I think it's only five bucks too for the big box. It's cheap. It's a decent amount of food. Okay. Anything else, Corey? Um, No. Okay. Uh, I just got a couple quick things. I had a birthday last weekend. Uh, thank you. Uneventful, Level up. On eventful birthday. Because um, uh, we haven't been getting much sleep. Because, you know, the twins are at the, uh, the NICU still uh they're they're doing pretty well though they're slowly coming off their their uh extra help systems uh and putting on weight now so like i said my wife has to go in every every three hours to to feed them so uh, i try to take her when i can and i make sure she's awake for the for the late night ones and middle of night ones and whatnot but yeah we're hoping they can come home soon uh, but it'll still probably be a couple weeks till they're home and stuff so uh there's that um i I got myself an xbox one controller oh did you yeah uh my xbox 360 controller is like six years old my wired one starting to show its age a little bit so uh it was really one of the buttons was was sticking and i just annoyed the crap out of me it was the x button would stick when i would push it in and like click like like i got i don't know uh, lollipop or something in there, uh, or sugar. Or I, I probably spilled a drink on it or something. I don't know. Uh, so I got an Xbox one controller. It was the, the controller and cable was on sale for 36.
3: Uh, oh, nice!
1: so I bought that. I figured it like, cause I want to do wireless at some point, but I'll just like, they had a controller and wireless adapter for, I think it was like 61, but I just got the wired one for now. I'll get the, the wireless one uh, down the road, but, uh, it's a pretty nice controller. I really like the thumbsticks.
2: Yeah, the thumbsticks are great. Um yeah. I I use the Xbox Elite on my PC when I play Rocket yeah. League. Yeah. It's a great controller. I would
1: love to have that controller. But it was a little out of my little out of my price range for now. I will have one yeah. at some point.
2: I I wouldn't have bought it by itself, but because of the was bundle. An Elite bundle. Yeah. You know it's a great controller, though. Yeah. If you ever have the extra dough, yep. it's pretty sweet.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then I got a bunch of games. Um, Corey sent me Mother of Russia Bleeds for my birthday. Nice. Did,
3: uh, did you play it
1: yet? No, I haven't played it yet. I've been playing uh, Halcyon 6, so for the episode. Uh, huh? I bought the Touring Test, which I've been interested in. It was on sale. And... Did I get it from Green Man Gaming, maybe? Yeah, but I don't know. Uh, like I said, I got Le- Lego Jurassic World. Uh, than Halcyon 6, so I added a bunch of games into my into my library, so I'm almost to 400 Steam games, I think I have like 397 so, wow yeah uh, but I think that's all I had going on, uh, we're going to take a quick break, uh, we'll be right back with what we played in just a moment Welcome back, everybody. Episode 269 of the Thumbs of the Athletes podcast. We are now in what we played. Corey, I'm going to start with you. Quadrilateral quadrilateral cowboy. Let's hear it. It's
0: hard to say, isn't it? Yeah. It's good. It's, uh, I'm not a big fan of the Blendo Games games. I didn't really care for 30 Flights of Loving. And what was the one before that? I can't remember. But I'm not, I'm not a big fan uh, of what they've done in the past. I think that art style is unique. But it doesn't do anything for me, the like block figures and all that stuff. Uh, so, Quadrilateral Cowboy is all about, I think it takes place in the 80s, late 80s, 89, I think. Uh, and you are a hacker who goes on heists. And the way you hack is all through command line interface stuff. So, say you want to hack a door, you type into your deck. Is what it's called. It's a little computer that you set up and hook into whatever, whatever you're trying to hack. Um, the way you hack is by typing like, "Okay, I want to open this door." Uh, I find out the name of the door, and I type in like "door one dot open parentheses three close parentheses." So that opens the door for three seconds by typing that into the command line interface. Uh, And it goes from there, like, you get to the point where you have to type into the command line, like, door open, wait, 30 seconds, close parenthesis, door open, wait, 30 seconds, close parenthesis, door open. Like, I'm using a very uh, generic example of the type of things you have to do. But I've only played, like, an hour of it. It's very minimalist graphics. It's, It's all puzzle solving based on these heists and this command line interface stuff uh i'm really enjoying it it's a lot of fun but it's one of those things that like having to type in that stuff over and over and over again gets a little redundant and it kind of takes me out of the game a little bit as much as i like the puzzles i like the idea of being a hacker and like actually typing into this command line uh interface thing Uh, I, am just, I just get sick of having to type everything I want to do over and over and over again. So I just think it's one of those games that's a really interesting concept, but I don't know how much longer I can take it kind of thing.
2: Um, I, I have not played this game and I probably won't play this game, but I, I, I feel like I remember that pretty much being what giant bomb said about it. The host is it Vinny. Giant bomb is is Brad. Brad, it was it was one of the hosts on there. He pretty much said the same thing. Bradley or somebody did. I don't remember.
0: Yeah, just that it was They're, too repetitive. They were, all,
2: they were all loving it, and then one of them was like, "Yeah, but I really hate having to type this stuff in over and over again." Yeah, and
0: I'm I'm not sure what the fix is for that.
1: More variety in the commands that you have to type in.
0: That's yeah. That's my one thought. Like because you can type dir which is directory and it'll show you a list of uh, i think that shows you the list of the objects in the right. specific heist that you're doing uh, and then help which is the commands that you can do but yeah it would be it would be nice to have more options within that um almost like more like programming versus just like typing into command line stuff like i think a game like quadrilateral quadrilateral cowboy would work really good teaching somebody like basic computer programming stuff, like loops and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, that's... I, I really didn't play that much. I just played maybe an hour of it, uh, just to get a feel for it. But I, I, I like it. There's a lot of promise there, but uh, yeah, like I said, it's just having to type things over and over and over again. It's, it's kind of boring. Sure. And honestly, you don't even need to like do well at the mission. You can do shitty and still advance,
1: as long as you complete your objective. Yeah, there's no as like long ranking. You your objective. What? There's no like ranking or whatever.
0: There is, yeah. When you finish a mission, uh, it tells you your time compared to the global average, uh, how many alarms you set off, and all that stuff. I'm not sure if it changes your reward because you get a, a financial reward for every mission i'm not sure if that changes or if that's just built into the story or what but um i don't know i just did this mission i completed all of it and then i went to this like test room where i had this thing called a weevil and it's so bizarre it's like this little remote controlled camera that walks like a mouse like the mousers in uh ninja turtles mm-hmm. you know what i'm talking about oh yeah that's a- kind of an obscure uh comparison <laughs> but yeah you like but you're controlling it completely by typing in stuff into the command line interface it's like walk i think it's walk uh plus or minus a certain number and then it'll go that far and it's like jump turn like all that stuff but in order to control it you have to type it in right uh and this was just a test area but my fear is the puzzles will get to the point where i need to use this weevil to complete a mission and i'm just typing like hundreds of things maybe that's hyperbole i don't know how many i I would have to do but i just have very little interest in having to type that much to do these puzzles so i don't know it's good it's compelling but yeah Mm -hmm. i just i'm i'm impatient and i hate video games so
1: (laughs) it seems that way yeah (laughs) what else did you play
0: uh, just more Hearthstone. My my thoughts are still the same on Hearthstone. I I, I was doing that big push to get to legendary, but I just kind of petered out. Like I just don't have the fortitude.
3: Uh-huh.
0: I don't know. I just went back to just creating decks that I think are fun, and uh have fallen from rank eleven to I think I'm rank fifteen now. You know, I it, just gave up on on the grind.
1: I don't know if I talked about the talked about last week, but it gets to the point where you know the, to advance you have to do so much more like it's not you know at the beginning you put a few matches and you're leveling up a bunch and then towards the end right it's like i don't know what the numbers are specifically but as you get closer it's more and more stuff you have to accomplish right
0: yeah i don't know my my issue with hearthstone so one of my favorite parts of that game is just crafting my own fun deck yeah uh, that i enjoy playing and that wins wins enough matches here and there for me to complete my quests uh and you always feel like oh i'm going to craft this deck that nobody has thought of and i'm going to climb the ladder because nobody's prepared for it and it's all unique and everything and that's sort of the allure of the game like that's the that's the american dream of hearthstone but in reality it's like no everybody's already figured out the decks that are going to do really well yeah uh professionals have figured out <laughs> what's going to do really well and you can either use them and you know, play a million games of Hearthstone to get to legendary, or not use them and just peter out in the high ranks and call it a month, call it a season. Yeah, and that's pretty much how it's going to be,
3: hmm.
0: which is not very romantic. <laughs> romantic. Sure. Um. So I did. I took one of those decks that somebody got to top fifty with, uh, in in North America, and and tried to grind it out and got to rank eleven and just just got bored i'm like i just can't play the same deck over and over again anymore so i've sort of petered out but i don't know it's still a good game oh eric and i played a match yeah we did i did i had the quest uh compete with a friend and if you play with the the friend and complete the match without anybody conceding you get 80 coins and they get 80 coins so i texted you guys i'm like hey does anybody have a minute for for hearthstone and eric obliged and I boned him. I boned him with uh, my priest deck.
2: My sure bust deck. bent me just right over. Yeah. And no lube or nothing. Uh, <laughs> well,
0: so when we started the match, Eric, I said to myself, so first of all, I picked the deck that I, I knew wasn't very competitive. Um, I picked that, and I said to myself, I'm like, I can let Eric win, but I don't think he'd appreciate that. I think he'd want me to play it as I would. Yeah. Uh, so I did. And uh, the way this deck works is you you put minions that have a low attack and high health on the board. So they don't seem like a threat. But then the priest has these buffs, uh, two of them. I can't think of the name of Inner Fire is one of them and something the other one. But what you do is uh, the one spell doubles the minion's health. So I think I had like a 1-8 on the board. Tournament medic, which is a 1 8, 1 attack, 8 health. Uh, and then I put the 5 mana buff on it, I can't remember, which boosted its health by 6. So it's up to, what's 114. six. 114. And then I used the spell that doubled the minion, minion's health. So it was 28, 28. right? Mm hmm. What did it end up being? 40. Okay, so. Whatever it ended up being. So I got the minion's health to be like 40. And then the priest has this spell that changes the minion's attack to equal its health. So I got its health up to 40. And then use this one spell that makes the attack equal to the health. So it was a 40-40. And then I attacked Eric for 40 damage, which is a kill. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ended it just like that. But what I said to Eric, I'm like, if you have spent any amount of time with Hearthstone and which people that are playing me on the ladder would, they would see that combo coming. You know, Eric's pretty new at Hearthstone. He hasn't played that much. Um, he would never be matched against me with the deck that I had on the ladder. He right. just wouldn't see it. So I, I didn't want him to feel bad about it.
2: No, I I, I like Hearthstone. Like I told you, Corey, if, if I put more time into it, I'd probably really enjoy it.
0: I said we should do... Uh, we should do a weekly series, you know. Sit down
2: yeah. and play Hearthstone together
0: for thirty I'd minutes. I'd love to. I'll spectate you, and you know, we'll go from there. Could be fun. Love to do that. There's nothing better than opening packs and maybe getting a legendary. I opened up a legendary the other day. Oh, and they just added this thing for five dollars. Five bucks is a good deal. And I don't pay. I don't pay money in Hearthstone but i'm gonna do this it's five dollars for 10 classic packs which is 50 cards five cards yeah five cards in a pack 50 cards and you're guaranteed one legendary nice which is nice well it's your five packs and one random legendary from classic cool it's
2: definitely worth the five dollars are we gonna do are we gonna do our uh weekly series I would like to do it, yeah, for sure. I think it'd be fun. Maybe I'll buy the five packs, too, then, if we're going to do it.
0: Yeah, you get yourself a nice classic legendary.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Ragnaros. Definitely Ragnaros. Yeah.
0: <laughs> now I still like Hearthstone. I do my daily quests all the time. Like, it's just, it's, I play Part of your day. Yeah, I play more Hearthstone than anything else. I just try not to talk about it yeah, every Since week. you
2: retired from Rocket League.
0: Yes, I did retire from Rocket League.
2: Hung up your tires. Which, it's <laughs> disappointing, to say the very least.
0: Hung up the tires. I,
2: I explained,
0: I think I've explained on the podcast why I-, I don't play anymore, because that's all I would play. I would never play anything else.
2: Yeah, you'd be like me. Yeah. Rough
0: life, but that's it. Okay,
2: that's all for me.
1: What do you got, Eric?
2: Uh, so I played two demos for new games that are coming out. Those being Forza Horizon Three and FIFA Seventeen. Which one do you want to hear about first? Forza. Forza Forza. Uh, takes takes place in Australia, in the Down Under. (laughs) <laughs> that's great. Oh, it's fucking amazing. Those games are so good. I can't imagine how good it'll look on like on a really good gaming PC. Yeah. Like, ugh.
1: I think I'm going to buy that's, it. That's
2: uh, Play Anywhere, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's link up. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm Let's buying it, it for, for Xbox, so absolutely. Yeah. Let me know. Uh, yeah. It's, it's more Forza Horizon, but I mean... The, the demo is really cool uh, you race against this car and then all of a sudden the car gets picked up by a helicopter and you have to race that um, and it drops the car at the end of the track and it's it's like through the, through the woods and jungle it's, it's so cool um, there's a, a beach race with a buggy uh, they just kind of take you around a different um, environments that you're going to be in during the game with some different cars uh-huh. so good can't wait for that game. It's probably it's probably the one I'm. That and Civ Six are probably the two games I'm most looking forward to this year.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I
1: I read a really interesting article on I think it was IGN this morning about uh, Australian cal- car culture, and mm-hmm. they they have a type of car called a, a Ute. I think it's spelled U T E. Uh, you guys remember El Camino's? Yeah, the little little coupe with a truck bed on it
2: that's mm-hmm. the one i picked in the game okay
1: yeah that's that's a, a that's apparently an australian thing is that they type made of car a
2: comment when i picked it oh really saying something like i was a true australian or something yeah
1: yeah that's yeah. an australian thing that type of car it's a coupe with a truck bed and there's yep. still like like there's brand new ones like uh, a really nice looking like sports car front with a truck bed on the back it's they're really neat looking if you're at all interested, it was on IGN this morning. I think.
2: Yeah. Dang. But, man, I, good that stuff. Game is gonna be fucking amazing. So much to do in those games.
3: Yeah.
2: And just just driving around is so great, and the environments are amazing. Um, and then FIFA 17, I played. Uh, it really feels feels good. It feels like a solid FIFA. I'm I'm already pissed off by the amount I know I'm gonna play against Manchester United this year. Because of the p- players that they brought in. They're going to be way overpowered. And it's going to annoy the shit out of me. Um, but the game feels good. It feels like you're rewarded a lot more for good crisp passing. Fast passing. Um, which is nice. But I feel like I say that every year. And somehow it always ends up just being about speed. Uh-huh. Maybe it'll be different this year. You know? Because mm-hmm. um, I, I did feel like I was rewarded for good passing. Um, I also... They do a, a short demo of the journey which is the story mode that they that they uh, added this year you play as alex hunter a young man who's starting out his career with manchester united i wish that they let you pick which club you got to play for
1: yeah or even pick from a couple different ones
2: yeah cuz i don't want anything to do with manchester united you know yeah so but that being said uh you have the option like, there's dialogue choices. I don't, you know, I would assume they're probably not going to amount to much. But, um, uh, you know, the fans like you more based on what you say or the manager likes you more based on what you say. Um, so it gives you the option to play as the entire team or just play as Alex Hunter in the game. So the first game you play with him, you, you get subbed on in, like, the 75th minute. And the team at the game is tied, so you get uh, there's like three challenges you have to get above a seven overall rating, Um, your team has to score the next goal, and winning winning the game those are the three challenges. I really, really enjoyed playing as just Alex Hunter, I thought Mm -hmm. that was really fun. And I know you could do that in the past games, uh, but it was kind of cool having it be part of a story thing. I don't know if the story will end up being any good, but uh, it it was cool having those goals to reach during the game too, because it it tracks your rating and all that that stuff when you're on the field, and just playing as the the one player and like being able to see like where you're running to, and making good runs, and it's it was pretty awesome.
1: That was what I liked about the be a pro in the NHL was the only yes. playing was one player.
2: Yeah, yeah, same thing for FIFA, same kind of thing. It's cool. So, yeah. Uh, I was uh, thoroughly impressed with it. Uh-huh. It has a good feel to it. Nice. Uh, and I looked today, I didn't realize Pro Evo 17 came out, and yeah. there's a demo. Got a 9.5 on IGN. Wow. Yeah. Cool. So. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, other than that, I think... Uh, oh, in uh, our Madden connected franchise that Will's in. So I'm the Bills, Will is the Titans, and my friend Jeff is the Giants. First game of the season, I played the condensed 20-minute uh, version, um, what's it called? Moments, I think. Uh-huh. Um, So I'm driving the field, right? I need a touchdown to win the game. Last drive, driving the field, driving the field. I could not remember what button spikes the ball because I ran out of timeouts. Oh yeah. I got down to like the three.
1: Oh. It was,
2: you remember when the was it the Titans that lost to the Rams in the Super Bowl? Yeah, I think it so. Like uh-huh. It was like that. It was like that. <laughs> so I lost my first game uh, Won won my second game uh, Very ugly win It's, I don't know I'm not very good at Madden, never have been But it's a really good game this year Really enjoy it, the presentation's really well done uh, I like the condensed Version of the game quite a bit You can actually choose to play only defense or only offense If you want mm-hmm. um, It's pretty good, pretty good stuff Nice Um and i just played rocket league as per usual
0: no uh-huh. hey i
2: did uh, i did want to talk a little bit about this um did anybody download the ios 10 update for their phone yep. i know dan you don't have an iphone what, what do you think of it
0: um i think it's all right i uh, people seem to be pretty negative about it but i i really like it issues. yeah
2: well, what, just... what, are, what is the negativity
0: I don't know. Everyone says, oh, it sucks. It sucks. But I have yet to hear somebody articulate why they think it sucks. It
2: gives you so many cool things you can do with iMessaging. Me-
0: yeah, I can iMessage you pictures that I drew.
2: Yeah. like, like That's built into iMessage. There's so much built into it. Did you download the free Super Mario stickers? No, they're free. I heard they, they are... were money. No. Well, maybe they may be now, but I got them for free. Ah, damn. Yeah, like I'm there's sticker packs... Them. Um, all sorts of cool shit. Like one of the ones that I really like, let's see, let me pull it up here. So like Evernote has a built in compatibility with iMessage now. So, you know, if we were to, I could send you guys something on iMessage involving the podcast through Evernote, um, weather reports, which sounds stupid, but sometimes the wife asks me what the weather's going to be. And I can just literally just send her the weather report from, the weather channel it's built right into it. It's yeah. it's hard to describe without look looking at it. Um another cool one is called I think it's open table. Yeah. Yep. So like you can if you're in like a group message and you're all going out to dinner, you can get open table and like send the group like three restaurants and you can all vote which one to go to and make reservations right from iMessage. Isn't that crazy?
0: that's good stuff
2: yeah like it's
0: the future man it's
2: great i really really like it uh did you did you look at the um updated maps
0: no i don't use apple maps
2: i don't usually either but i'm gonna try it uh next time we go somewhere because it looks pretty cool okay it looks nice all right um yeah i'm a big fan of, of ios 10 so far
0: The only complaint I've had is uh, I have a couple apps that – or several apps that, like, tried to update but didn't update all the way, and now they're just, like, stuck. See, that happened to me with the
2: last update. Yeah. I haven't had that issue. Um, The way I fixed it was turning my phone on – or off and then back on, and then they would update. But I had to do it every time. I downloaded a a new game, too, called Monster Super League. I didn't play it yet, but it's supposed to be like a mix of Pokemon and Final Fantasy. Nice. That sounds all right. Yeah, right? I thought so. So I will uh, hopefully get a chance to try that sometime soon here, and I will report back. But yeah, I really like iOS 10. And that's it. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I have no issues with it. I don't understand why everybody's all up in arms. I because it's the internet.
1: Not everybody bitches about everything. The only thing I heard about it was people complaining that it, it bricked brick their phone, and they had to do the reset. People,
2: that happened to me with the previous yeah update.
1: That was the only like complaint that I saw about it.
0: That's a little frustrating, but I you know um, like. As long as you're aware of what's going on, just back up your phone before you update it. Mm-hmm. Back it all up to iCloud, you know, the stuff you need, which for me is just, like, contacts. And, you know, that's pretty much it. I don't really care about text messages or anything. Contacts and maybe my photos, some of them, I don't know. Yeah. Just back it up before you do anything, and then it's fine.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Uh, yeah, the only thing I played other than House, Su- Oh, I played quite a bit of... Uh, Deus Ex this week, which I, am still really enjoying. I won't get into it cause it's all like story stuff, but yeah, st- still, still, liking that game. Uh, Lego Jurassic World I played. Those Lego games are pretty well done. It's, oh, it's, yeah. it's a lot of fun.
2: I'm probably uh, going to get the Star Wars one at some point. Yeah.
1: Uh, li- like I said, I bought it for my son. He's, he's been wanting to play it for a while. So, uh, but he just likes picking the dinosaurs and running around, uh, He's able to do a little bit of the story stuff but some of the puzzles he can't quite figure out yet um he's only only five, so uh I play and you know when I get the opportunity I play a little bit to uh to unlock dinosaurs for him so but yeah i mean it's a it's a solid game there's a lot of a lot it's pretty pretty it's like the they have uh the original Jurassic Park movie, and then I think Jurassic world are are in there. So I'm going through the uh, original Jurassic Park because you know I've I've seen that like a hundred times, um, and it's you know it's got the Lego, it's got the story parts, but it's got the Lego like humor and stuff stuff in it, and the music and the dialogue. A lot of it's the same. It's it's really really well done. Uh, a lot of different dinosaurs that you can be on it, and a lot of vehicles that you can pick pick on it from. You know the iconic uh, Jurassic Park. You know the explorers. That yeah. they have, and the, the jeeps that they have, you can uh, drive around in those. The game
2: is Jeff Goldblum in it.
1: Oh yeah, nice. Oh yeah, I think they literally just took uh, the stuff from the movie, movie. Though I don't, I don't know that he's done did any like extra voice acting for it, but yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, so that's all I played. So let's get into feedback, shall we? Let's do it. Let's hit it. I'll try not to uh, sniffle too much while I'm doing this. Alright, first one's from Idaho. Jake says, Hey guys, I'm officially done with pre-ordering games unless I get a game with it because every time I do, the game gets delayed. I was really disappointed with the South Park game getting delayed until quarter one to 2017. I was thinking about should I buy a PS4 Pro, maybe? Fallout and Sky Remastered will run better, and it Uh, might help with running mods until I read that PS4 will not be doing mods so now I'm thinking about getting an Xbox One S because they can do mods for both games but then I'm thinking to myself they're going to do the same thing for Xbox they're doing for PC if you own Skyrim already you'll get the update for free have you guys heard anything about it Uh, congrats to Dan and his wife for the new additions to the fam and if you need any twin advice hit me up because tomorrow my twins will be 7 years old and on wow. the 18th, I will be celebrating my 17th anniversary, so it's going to be a busy weekend for me. I'd really be interested for Dan and Corey to do a Tech Talk YouTube channel or a Twitch channel because I would like to learn more about PC stuff. Sorry, Eric, but I told you you were wrong about the Ravens versus Bills game, but I was rooting for them to beat the Jets. The Bills are my second favorite team because of the game Super Tech Bowl with the great <laughs> Bruce Smith and Thurman Thomas. Now for the Idaho Jake question of the week. Uh, What is your most disappointed game delay? Mine was No Man's Sky because I had vacation days. Damn it. I had vacation days (laughs) lined up (laughs) for it and two weeks before they delayed it. But I did take my kids to the zoo and Dave and Buster, so it wasn't a total loss. Thanks, guys. Game on. Uh, Hmm. And then he asked another question. Uh, What game today would make a great 8- to 16-bit game and give details? Skyrim. And Witcher would fit the Zelda world.
2: Go back to the first question.
1: Uh, sh- 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 what game delay disappointed you the most?
2: Game delay. I think mine was probably No Man's Sky 2. Really? Yeah. I struggle so to think right. of another one that I gave a shit about.
0: You guys were all bonered up for that game. Yeah, we were. You guys were just passing the tissues back and forth for months on the board. <laughs> Just to...
1: Rubbing it out. Uh, mine would probably be Watch Dogs. From from recent memory, anyway, um, I was really excited for Watch Dogs. It was supposed to be a PS4 like launch title, and then I think we found out. I think it was less than a month before the PS4 came out that it was going to be delayed. Uh, for a while, so that would probably be my most disappointing delay. I didn't end up liking it very much, but. What about you, Corey?
0: I'm ha- I'm struggling to think of a delay that I was The last upset guardians
2: about. got him down a bit. <laughs> That's why he's drinking Natty Light or whatever it is.
0: Mountain Brew Ice? Yeah. Same thing. <laughs> uh maybe Master of Orion three.
1: Was wow. that delayed?
0: That's like the one of the only games I can think of. Remembering seeing that it was delayed and being disappointed.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. Nowadays, I just sort of acknowledge, like, okay, I feel like any delay is good for the most part.
2: Yeah. No, I mean, I knew No Man's Sky being delayed was good, but maybe I was a little dis. Well, <laughs> I assumed it had to be. Well, imagine what it must have been before. Uh, but I was bummed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with
0: Master of three for my pick. Okay. As bad as that game turned out to be.
1: Yeah. Uh, what game would make a great eight to sixteen bit game? Give details. Skyrim and Witcher.
2: I'd like to see a good Batman eight to sixteen bit game. I think.
1: Yeah. Like. Kind of uh, like
2: Dick Tracy, where it had all the villains you
1: know yeah i would like to see something with with like modern day uh mechanics but with like 16-bit graphics yeah i think that'd be cool like a like a mass effect with with a battle system similar to uh uh halcyon 6 like that would be awesome
0: yeah that's a good pick i I also think like a like a bioshock something that's heavy on like powers yeah would would work really well as a 8-bit or 16-bit game yeah yeah
1: those are kind of obvious ones though any uh off the reservation ones you can think of
2: you're lucky you got one out of me Dan.
1: <laughs> well they did the witness that, that was, was a great. that was a pretty good dma
0: the wit dot n e s
1: yeah
2: that's right um, Corey played that first before anybody else
0: yeah it's on youtube you can, you can it's, what do we have over ten thousand views on that one eh <laughs> it's a big hey, boys? Let's see. Let's find out. Now I'm curious.
2: It was quite a few. It's a, a heavy hit. Heavy hit Nvidia.
0: Oh, that is first time with the Wit NES. Seven thousand forty nine views. Nice.
1: They he says he'd be interested for me and Corey to do a tech talk YouTube channel or Twitch channel because I'd like to learn more about PC stuff. I actually hmm. I want to do an episode um, on like PC hardware what not at some next point next
2: week's a good week
1: yeah oh yeah maybe, maybe. i don't know if i'll be able to
2: throw it together yeah
1: we'll see but that that that's is a good boring. idea that's
2: boring though
1: no it would it, we would have to put a disclaimer i like talking about that sort of stuff
0: uh yeah i just think we do it somewhere else other than the podcast
1: yeah. you know yeah we could I mean, Where? we we good
0: as somebody who listens to a ton of podcasts, if if one of the podcasts I, I enjoy listening to was like, oh, we're just going to talk about hardware this episode.
1: See, I would nah, love that.
0: Yeah, I guess I would be into it. But it would have to be, it wouldn't, I wouldn't want it to be like an educational thing. I'd want it to be like, okay, this is where graphic cards are at right now. Yeah. This is what you can get. Well, this you is could, how much it costs. You Isn't do, that educational? You
1: could do a little bit of both.
0: No, I mean rather than like sitting down and saying, "Okay, your graphical processing
2: unit."
1: Oh no, no. I wouldn't want to do this it like for that. Your...
0: Yeah, no, that would be boring.
1: Yeah, no, just I would like to what do a what you
2: think would happen, Corey? <laughs> what? That's not what would happen. What do you mean? It would be fine.
0: It would be fine if it was topical.
3: Yeah. No, I
1: would just you know run over that's some 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 of the common parts that would that you would put in a computer, the processors and and stuff like that, like yeah. the the components, and then the uh, the actual physical parts, you know, your mouse and your keyboard and monitors and it's a lot of options. Whatnot. Yeah, whatnot, knickknacks, but yeah, that's w well, maybe at some point. Okay, I think that's everything, right?
2: No, there was oh. two other, and then Tito sent a late one. No, I know. I'm not. talking about um, for Jake's. Oh yes.
1: Did you guys see the Tech Bowl football or commercial during football?
2: Wait, 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 wait. What?
1: It was. It's a Hyundai commercial. It's Bo Jackson. Yes, Bo Jackson uh, yeah, he yes. runs out of the thing and then gets in the car and then drives the car into the into the stadium. That was pretty cool. The music. More
2: importantly. Jake brought up Bruce Smith, whose number was retired uh-huh. last night at Ralph Wilson Stadium, as I will always know it, uh-huh. even though they changed the name. What's
1: what's it called um, now?
2: New Era Field.
1: Oh, geez. It's not the same.
2: No, no. I will never refer to it as such. That's a great commercial, that Bo Jackson commercial. Yeah, it's good Did stuff. Did you guys watch the lead-in? to the game last night with Jim Kelly and uh, Joe Namath?
1: No, I, I didn't start watching until I think it was oh, almost halftime. you time.
2: should look it up. It's well worth a watch. It was funny. Okay. Really funny. Uh, I was surprised they were able to put something clever like that together. Okay. Um, but, yes, Bruce Smith, only the second jersey to be retired by the Buffalo Bills. Really? Yes.
1: Who's the first one? Kelly?
2: Jim Kelly. Yep. No more 12s and no more 78s. Nice. Okay. Yeah.
1: All right. So thanks, Jake. Uh, This is from Ryan in Ohio who says, Hey, athletes. Ryan from Ohio here. Was listening to you guys talk about wanting to play Pokemon Uranium on mobile devices and had an idea. Uh, That game was made on RPG Maker XP, if I'm not mistaken, and there are mobile RPG Maker XP player apps on Android phones. I missed the opportunity to download it before it was taken down, so I haven't been able to test it out to see if it works, but it might. Other than that, I've been dabbling with No Man's Sky here and there. I got trapped bad in a hearthstone, uh, and minus the past couple of days, I've been playing daily. Uh, I finally got around to Life is Strange, and I'm playing uh, that all in like three sittings. Love the show. Keep it up. Thanks, Ryan. Yeah, I'll uh, maybe I'll test that out. I'll, I'll look into it because I think that would be the perfect way to play. I actually even bookmarked a uh, a little controller with a clamp for your phone to put all my uh, legally backed up copies and emulators and stuff on my phone and have it be like a handheld. Yeah. That'd be great. All our
0: games that Eric's mom gave to the Salvation Army. Yep.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Or I sold... Along with my Wii, yeah. Uh, there's apps
0: that you can use to stream whatever's on your PC to your yeah mobile device too. Yeah, I, mean, I was
1: on. An I was on the subreddit, and that was that was the number one suggestion. But I I still would rather play it natively on my phone.
0: Oh sure, definitely. That's a good thought, though. I never even thought of that. But I think you'd need the RPG Maker file, right?
1: I don't know. I don't know how in it works for,
0: in, in the RPG Maker format, yeah, I don't rather know. than the executable, which is how it currently is on on PC.
1: Yeah, I don't know how it works. Worth looking um. into, though. I mean, I'm sure it'll eventually make its way to
0: the emulator. Oh, maybe not. Who knows? I wouldn't be too sure about that. Yeah. Are they even still updating it? I don't. I don't know.
1: I haven't I haven't booted it up since the first time I played it. Yeah, it's been a while. So not because I haven't wanted to, but because you know, I'd rather play it on a handheld. Right. Uh so thanks, Ryan. Uh this next one is from Adam E says uh, well, where to go? How is it? I've been listening to you for about a year and a half now, and you've never even said the game's name. Oh, wow! It's about Warframe. It's got to be the best free game out there, and available on Xbox, PlayStation, and PC. With all the game, all the time you give it to Destiny, I think it's a badass free neighbor, and you should get a shout out. Love the show. Keep it up.
2: Am I, I never really tried play? Warframe, but I, I understand it's pretty decent.
1: Yeah, uh, I played it. I think when it first came out on PS4. Uh, and I I was really liked it, but I feel like something else caught my attention right away. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely interested in. It. I just never. It's it's one of those games that I think takes a lot of time to play and, and, and be decent at. So anything that's too big of a time sink, I I, t- I tend to skip if it doesn't have like a story
3: to Red. play. But
2: I want to say Dave in Boston has put some time into Warframe. Okay. So maybe he could uh, shed some light.
1: Yeah, I've heard it's one of the you know the best examples of a free to play game that doesn't shove microtransactions. There, I think there are microtransactions, but uh, it's also like a really quality like first person shooter and RPG. Corey, you haven't played Warframe, have you? Negative. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll give it a shot. Probably not, but I'd like to. All right. I think it's everything.
2: Yep. Uh, Tito oh,
1: Tito said a late one. A late one. Call it up. My head is just swimming right now. I have no idea that's what's going worst.
2: on. You know what you need? Vaporizer.
1: Bullet huh? Uh. Bullet coffee? Yeah. uh. <laughs> Tito says late feedback, but wanted to go over a couple things. The Rocket League update is pretty awesome because including Robo mode, they made several changes to the game. They included crates you can get from playing games, and if you decide to buy a key, you can unlock crates for a random loot. The money gained from buying keys goes directly to funding the tournaments. They will have like the RLCS. If you're not interested in crates, you can turn it off completely in settings. They've included so many items of different rarities like limited, premium, or exotic, and the rarest being called import. Some of these included anime and skins for your car, which is awesome. Also, if you, also you can have uh, now have presets for your customized cars. Uh, no more having to keep going into the garage to change your car. Second thing is for the four of you guys. There's a game called Toxic, which is currently free on Steam. It's pretty much new Unreal Tournament Quake style FPS, uh, but in the Unreal Four engine. It's pretty good, solid gameplay with custom matches on cool maps against bots or normal multiplayer. There's some cool mechanics like dodging and cloak. You can activate for a limited time while playing. The weapons aren't bad either. Definitely check it out since you guys are talking about multiplayer games of today. Are too hard. You're, we're too old for them. But Toxic is a great solution. When why you go back to old school FPS action among friends for free. You can buy the full version of what they have. But there isn't any need to. There's enough in the free portion that was satisfying for me. <laughs> yeah, Tito actually messaged me on Steam I think sometime this week. I didn't get it till a little while later. But uh, I looked into it, and it. He's right. It looks it looks really cool. Um, I'll probably try it with with bots for a little while, see if I like it. But yeah, another good recommendation for a free game too. So, what was the title? Toxic. Toxic. It's like T O X X I K. I think is how you spell it. It's different huh. spelling. Let me call it up. That, there's just T O X I K K.
0: You could just be en- endlessly entertained by free games. Free games, yeah, absolutely. There, there are enough really good free games out there that, if you're into video games, you could entertain yourself oh, yeah. forever.
1: Uh, Knights of the Old Republic comes to mind. No, not Neverwinter. Star Wars: The Old Republic. That's what I'm, that's what I meant to say. That's that was a uh, pretty good MMORPG.
0: Yep, I would free. I would throw Neverwinter in the ring for one of the best free to play MMORPGs. Yeah. That's really good. Uh Path of Exile. I mean,
1: Path of Exile's pretty good.
2: There's your yeah. AR RPG.
1: For free though.
0: We should you I know be fun? honestly,
2: I didn't even like it that much. Yeah. for free.
3: cool. Oh,
0: well, I enjoyed it. But you know what would be fun is to like pick a pick go through every genre and find the best <laughs> free to play version free to play game for that genre.
1: That's a good episode uh, episode topic. Yeah, um, there you go. We could call it, like, uh, I don't know. We could do
0: (laughs) gaming on a budget part two. Uh, I was going to do an episode, budget gaming.
1: Yeah. We could do that, or freebies, something.
0: Never Um. winter is insulting. How dare you? To be fair, I played it, like, at launch for three or four days. Yeah. But I don't know enough about it. But I enjoyed that.
1: Okay. Any other thoughts?
2: I wanted to talk about the uh, Rocket League chess that Tito was talking about. Uh, yeah. Some people have kind of raised a stink about it, and I don't really understand why. You just don't need to – just don't buy it, you know, if you don't want to. Yeah. But uh, me, loving Rocket League, definitely wanted to. Um. So I bought five keys, and I – Just remembered because of Tito's email that I had a couple of crates in my backlog that I needed to open up. So I just opened one and I got a decal for my favorite car. A rare decal for Takumi. Nice. Yes. I have one more, but I love the crate thing. I think it's so cool. And I was, the first time I got it, I was like, what the hell is this? This is amazing.
1: Is that similar to how it works with, uh, like, Counter Strike?
2: I don't know. I don't I don't really know too awful much about uh Counter-Strike.
1: I think it's the same. I think you get a crate and then open it
2: with a key. You have to buy you have to buy keys.
0: I think so. Team Fortress? Huh?
1: Team Fortress? Counter-Strike, CS:GO. A Team Fortress might be the same with the hats. I don't know how that any of that works. I was never uh never into that that world.
2: Okay. But uh, yeah, I think I think it's pretty cool.
0: Uh-huh. Alright. Any other thoughts? Corey? You good. Uh, no, I'm out of thoughts. Okay.
1: Uh yeah, that'll do it for episode two sixty-nine of the Thumb Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan.
2: I'm Eric. Corey.
1: Thanks for listening and get out of my basement. One, two, three, four. Oh,